I mean, they say that. They weren't tuned in. Oh, what? No, none of those people are liars. You're calling Dead Weeb a liar? Are you calling... I wouldn't trust trust his testimony in a court of law. Are you calling Sichi a liar? I don't know who that is. He's the um, guy with the uh, the avatar of the the, the thing. (laughs) Of what? Describe the avatar. Well, it's of a female anime person, and she looks very (laughs) pleased about something. I've always assumed it's just that, like, she came home from a long day at work, and her roommate had done the dishes, and it wasn't her job, but she did it anyway, and it was a really nice thing to do, and she's just so happy. She's, like, ecstatic that she doesn't have to worry about this, and she can just relax after a long day. I work, you know? We've all been there. (laughs) You've been there like that after seeing dishes being made. Dude. Dishes being done. So happy. I mean, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever come home from a long day at work and your roommate's like, hey man, I cleaned the whole house. I know I didn't have to do it, but I did it. See? So you can understand. You would make that face. You would make that face if that had happened to you. You would know. (laughs) Okay. I, I posted to it in the Discord. Uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2. Great game on sale. Why not that? That's true. Vermintide. I'm just not feeling first person hit stuff with a sticky. I mean, you can use guns or magic. Hmm. It does sound more appealing. Or bows. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Uh, we talked about this before, but playing Skyrim, playing Oblivion, playing anything, I basically turn into a stealth archer every time. And I thought that was just kind of like, well, it's, you know, some people do that. But yeah, man, if you ask Reddit, everybody's like, all right, I'm going to start a new character in Skyrim. It's going to be a two-handed mace guy with this other thing in like 10 minutes. And they're like, oh, I'm a stealth archer again. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just kind of the best way to play these games, it turns out. Uh, yeah, it's pretty effective. Is there stealth archery in Vermintide 2? You can play as a like a wood elf, and she's pretty quiet with the bow. But it's not it's not strictly it's speaking a single player game. You true. play with bots if you don't have people. Fair enough. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean it I doesn't it doesn't feel like it lends itself to sneak very much. It's like holy crap, the horde is coming. Deal with it. You can sneak through like a lot of parts, and then they'll be like, oh crap, here's a horde, and then you'll have like a fight in an area. But other than that, if you are stealthy and don't run around like using loud guns or explosive barrels, you won't attract undue attention. Which can oh. make the uh, the runs much easier. Hmm. Okay. So it's not that you can stealth the whole thing, but you can make it easier for you if you're quiet. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, storm vermin, which are basically just like they look like Roman soldiers in like just uh, rat people, obviously, but they're in like metal plate with red sashes and stuff, and they're pretty hard to kill because they only take damage from their head. But rats' heads are pretty small. They wear uh, clothes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a rat mm. people. Are they yeah. sentient? Are we murdering sentient beings? Uh, y- yes, but it's them or us. So. Okay, I was just under the impression this was like uh, monsters are coming to kill you. They're just mindless killing machines. But N- no, these are these are uh, like they have a society and everything. Like I don't know how wow. to explain it to you. They're sentient. Okay, so they're yeah. wow. I mm, fair enough. Yeah. I, uh, but but hmm. <laughs> it's very much us or them, though. They will <laughs> kill all of us and eat us to death. Gotcha. Well, in that lucky. case, fair enough, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. 
I suppose. Well, all right. Maybe but, once I'm done with The Witcher 3 for the second time, I'll pick that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I still need to watch your Ron Weasley show and... <laughs> I mean, you don't. <laughs> it's... I Nothing I tell it. you to put on the list is like, you have to do it at some point. Put no. it on the list and if you feel like it. I have, to, I have to give it a try. It's only fair. Sure. And apparently I have to watch Mob Psycho 100. Um, okay. Do I? I've heard thing. I don't know. I haven't, I've, I've heard good things, but I haven't seen anything about it. Okay. But, yeah. Maybe we should try it. Maybe we should try to watch like a couple episodes before the next bottle. We can talk about it. Mob Psycho. Yeah. 100. Mob Psycho 100. Much, where can you see it? I don't... I, I don't... Here's the problem. You're in Australia, so... Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is gotcha. If, it's, if you... Like, do I need to buy this? Do I need to pirate it? It says I can watch it on Crunchyroll, but if it's only in Japanese, I'm not going to do it. Apparently, the Funimation website has Mob Psycho 100 on DVD. Not helpful. Wow. Really? Wow. This has to be streamable. Search. Um, Search by okay. show. Crunchyroll does have it. Oh, nice. And unskippable, unmutable ads. That's great. <laughs> the best kind of ads. Mob Psycho 100. Spanish, Portuguese, Russian, and German. Wow. And it looks like it's just one season, so this seems pretty doable. And it's got an average rating of five stars out of, like, 300 ratings. So that's pretty nice. Okay. I'm No, I'm, I'm not going to watch it. It's only in Japanese. What do you mean it's only in Japanese? They don't have subtitles? I have subtitles, but huh. I'm not going to watch it in Japanese with subtitles if I don't have to. But you do have to because there's nothing else. <laughs> well, the, the alternative is don't watch it. Well, but then what will we talk about? I know. We should walk, watch Attack on Titan. Well, okay, here's the thing. Next week, we can't talk about this anyway. Oh, right, because we do have another thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could talk about that with the other thing that's going on. I can't guarantee that the other thing going on will have much to say about it. Well, we could we could talk to the other thing going on beforehand. Mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a good idea to impose uh, requirements on them. <laughs> But, nah. Really? Being like, hey, hey, we like you for you, but make sure you've seen this other thing. Well, mm. sure, it gives us something to talk about. You you think we're going to need something to talk about? Maybe? Uh -huh. No? No. All right, fine. Probably not. Fine, in two weeks, we could talk about Mob Psycho 100. Or All maybe right, Attack on fine. Titan. Probably not Attack on Titan. There's three seasons of that, and I'm two and a half seasons behind. Well, then I will talk about Attack on Titan on this episode by myself because I just caught up with season three. All right. Should I do it now? Can I do it now? Sure. If you're going to be talking to yourself, you can record it whenever and just I'll tack it on at the end if you want. No, no, no. There will be things you can have input on. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're not really going to be talking about it by yourself. Right? No, no, no. Nope. Nope, there will be things right. you'll have uh, understanding about. So, you know Levi? Mm-hmm. The dude who's, like, really great at killing stuff and super chill and everything? Yeah. So there's actually a reason for it. 
Okay. I, I I was just figured they were like, this guy needs to be super cool and awesome just because. And I was like, this is dumb. Why do they do this sometimes in shows? But there's actually an in-story explanation for it. Now, this could be something they added later because they were like, we can't just have, a, you know, an awesome character who's great at fighting for no reason. We have to come up with a reason in the, in like retro, retroactive, retcon it. So let's do that, which I'm still annoyed by. But anyway... Uh, the bottom line is that the true rulers of humanity have the royalty have this ability to basically alter the memories of the people. So that's a superpower. But there's a okay. sp couple specific bloodlines that are immune to it that cannot have their memories altered. And also these people have some like extra strength and like stamina abilities too. Like, it's just this genetic thing. I don't know. It's a world where people can turn into titans, so who knows. Uh, so, yeah. So, bottom line, um, Levi is one of those people. He's like they're the uh, Ackerman family who has the special power available to them. They can draw on it and make them stronger and faster than everybody else. And so, that's why he has this thing. He doesn't know. Like, he has no idea that this is, like, his bloodline or anything. But that is the explanation. And I was like, oh, well, that's good to know. I mean, it's not like part of the main plot or anything, but it's just nice to get some interesting backstory on some of these characters we've known for a while. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, like it's, I said, I have some concerns. It's manipulating a reason for why he's more competent than other people rather than putting it basically... Instead of saying, oh, he's just more experienced and he happens to have a really good handle on the 3D movement required with the gear... And how to kill titans. No, it's just, he's special bloodline. Don't worry about it. it Metachlorians, so whatever. Special bloodline. I mean, plus he grew up on the streets and was like taught to fight from the time he was four years old. So that's part of it too, is that he has worked his butt off at this. This is all he's ever known. And that what gives him that extra little edge is that, yes, he does have this special bloodline going on. Mm, okay. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. The other interesting thing is that Aaron is, holy crap, moderately capable at things towards the end of season three. It's only taken two and a half seasons for him to stop screaming and crying and being unable to contribute in any, any meaningful way. But he finally did it, and I'm so proud of him. Basically the same timeline as Deku, three seasons, and now he's useful. You know what? That's absolutely correct. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, Deku and uh, Aaron are basically the same person. Yeah, sure. God's amazing. Absolutely incredible. So, yep. So, he's, yep. Aaron's doing good stuff. Uh, they're starting to answer some questions. Apparently, the next season is where they're finally going to get into the basement of Aaron's house, which has all the answers oh to my. everything. Are they still not in there? Oh, heck no. Goodness, <laughs> no. We are still not there. But we're close. Oh. They're about they're, ab they're about to launch the raid into that part of the city that they lost in season one and haven't been able to reclaim because they can't rebuild the wall. You, you mean episode one? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the biggest like plot points things that they, they, the story arcs that they set up in episode one is that Aaron has this key to the basement and his father that his father gave him. And that he's going to find something in there. Three seasons and they still haven't gotten there? Nope. Oh April. Who, who's 
Who's writing this? Was it the same people that were writing season two of The Walking Dead? Because that moves just as slowly. It is pretty slow. Yes. Okay. And okay. honestly, in season three, there aren't a whole lot of Titan attacks either. It's a lot of people talking. Um, okay. Which... I mean, I'm fine with Still pretty good. Yeah, definitely still pretty great. Yeah. There's a lot of smart stuff going on. There's some like political intrigue. They're trying to figure out what's behind all this. Uh, because I mean, the whole concept is you can keep fighting Titans forever, but until you figure out where they're coming from and like what's going on here, you're never going to actually have peace, you know? Right, right. So it's pretty cool. Okay. Anyway, um, there's a lot of good feel-good moments, and again, like I said, Aaron doesn't suck entirely, though he still is a giant whiny crybaby. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? Mikasa has no character growth whatsoever. Like, she's just still a stone-cold, incredible fighting badass for no reason whatsoever. Who... Does she have any special bloodline? Uh, no, except that she is from the East. And apparently that's all you need in this show, is if you're huh. from the East, you're good to go. Okay. And she's the only person in all of society that is from that part of the world. So clearly she's awesome. Okay. Kind of speaks to the um, the mentality of the people who are writing Attack on Titan, but yeah, yeah. What's what, what east of Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically California, but they're yeah. not in Japan. They're in like Germany. Are they? Yeah. Is that where the show's set? Yep. They, they don't set that up. They don't set up specifically where it's set. Um, not in the show, but like there's so many blonde people. Not in like the first five episodes, is what I mean. Because like, hmm. obviously I would have known that it's set, it's set in Germany. Right. I don't think right. they're ever specific about it, but just the names of the people involved and how they look generally and kind of the countryside involved. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to remember where I saw that in particular, but it's pretty well established that it's like Central Europe. Fair enough. That said, does it snow? Have I seen snow on this show? Because if they're in Germany, they definitely get snow. Hmm. I mean, I don't think it's set necessarily set in the real world. It's a fictional country in the real, real world. Its location is not known. <laughs> hmm, okay. Yeah. Well, that... I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to coming back in April. Okay. And I mean, um you can have time to watch it in April with Game of Thrones. Holy crap, Game of Thrones and probably they're going to run uh, Silicon Valley at the same time. And that's when the next Avengers movie comes out as well. Well, but sure, that's just one like 3-hour commitment. Yeah, it's one 3-hour equipment, but you could have like that's still a whole day in that month that you have to give up any potential of watching other things. True. Truth, truth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I and mean, then Attack on you, Titan is only six episodes, so that's only six hours. It's only six episodes a season? No, it's 12 or 13, but they broke the last season into two. So uh, this is the final season part two coming up in April. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Damn you, Sopranos. <laughs> Seriously. Let's get that train started. Yep. And then there's Westworld. Westworld coming out. And My Hero Academia might be back by then as well. Oh my gosh, I can't do it. There's too much. Westworld is a summer show, so I think I'll be okay with that one. Okay. Fair enough. Ugh, Westworld. 
Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in April, but I think I can pull it off. It's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time to prepare. Correct. Yeah, I'll have to schedule out my time. Plus, I won't be casting for WESG in April either, so that helps. That's still going. <laughs> no. It's done. Not that they've like told us it's done. Not that they have the courtesy to be like, all right, that's it. Thanks. We've wrapped it up. Yeah. They're just like ignoring us entirely. Fair well, enough. And the okay. be- I mean, the best part is that, okay, so two best parts. The first part is it got to the point where they just stopped telling us when stuff's going to happen until like the day of. Mm-hmm. It used to be there was kind of a schedule that generally explained when things were going to be. And for the last week or so, it was just, hey, we need someone to cast this. It's in an hour. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I assume no one casts that then. Oh, no. We managed to get people. Because, like, oh. again, we had people in Europe and all across the U.S. And so we got a lot hmm. of these time zones covered. Fair where enough. it was like, okay, but, I mean, well, it is 7 p.m. in Germany right now, and that works for Graben. So he was just happened to be on Discord and was like, I got this. It was pretty cool, actually. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So that was annoying. The other it thing is, I'm not sure if you saw this, but Laughing Games actually wrote up this big post about the WESG qualifiers and how it was handled because the Pylon Show had talked about it in the latest episode. Okay. Did you hear about I this hadn't at all? Seen... No, no, I hadn't heard about this at all. So the Pylon show was like, all right, so the WESG qualifiers are being cast right now, or it's over, or something like that, and it's being organized by Laughing Games and Falcon Paladin, and we were both like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Not strictly true. And then they just talked about how the viewership was down and how it didn't seem like it was well organized, and Laughing Games was like, I got to correct the record, and I was like, I don't know that I care all that much, but go for it, man. (laughs) So I'm going to look at... I mean, I'll link it to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. In control and Artosis, they like if the, the like. Um, I I think they would be on because if they're saying it was you know poorly handled and mismanaged and stuff. Yep. But when they find out that it like all the kind of stuff that was just like pushed on you, being like, all right, here's time zones. Maybe there'll be games between these dates. And just let you go go from there and organize the casters. They'd probably be on your side and talk about it a bit more. So yeah, so maybe it was a good it, thing that Laughing Games did yeah. this. I'm okay with it. Like yeah, I don't have yeah. a problem. I'm not like offended that he did this. I just don't know if they're going to change anything. Other than yeah, maybe mm. it does help the Pylon Show guys understand what happened, which is cool. Yeah, and people with that kind of level of notoriety in the StarCraft Two scene might actually be able to get some change. Or at least some attention brought to WSG about it. That is very true. I like that. And then you might see some change, but you're just like, eh. So I don't know. <laughs> I am. If, like, if everyone eh. was more like you, nothing would happen. That is a good point. Good thing Laughing Games exists. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, he's actually fairly hopeful that another um, organization will take care of it next year. Fair enough. Uh, the other thing. Oh, the other thing is. So Laughing Games wanted to cast this for mm-hmm. like months before it was announced. He knew it was coming up and he was tweeting at people in WESG and he got an email address he was sending emails to. Nobody ever responded at all in any capacity to be like, hey, thanks, here's a thing. Yeah. Um, 
And so then the only reason he finds out about this is because I randomly get contacted on Twitter by this second level middle management guy who's been tasked with finding StarCraft casters in English for this. He goes on mm. Twitter, Googles, or does a search for StarCraft II caster, finds me. It's like, hey man, you want to do this thing? And then I just happen to know Laughing Games because we've cast before together and I grabbed him. And that's the first time <laughs> he ever heard this was happening at all. Wow. So he's upset about that. And then as soon as he posts this thing on Twitter, he gets contacted by one of the people from WESG. And they're like, hey, man, uh, you could have contacted us about this. And he's like, are you kidding? I tried <laughs> for weeks and weeks and weeks. And nobody ever, ever got back to me about anything. Like, you guys can't be radio silent. And then when somebody calls you out on it, be like, no, communication lines were open. <laughs> anyway yeah that's yeah okay so there's that thing. so WESG is complete they said they're gonna pay us in like the end of January which <laughs> sure whatever guys it's cool I guess that's only two months three months after we did this thing yeah no that's not okay nope not great no but ne next time just just turn that down well, if it's the same organization, I will. But if it's somebody yeah. else in charge, I'll give them a shot. I don't know. Maybe get some things uh, handled up front. So I'm looking for something like at the moment. Okay. Because there's something we were going to talk about the other day on stream. But we decided to save it for today. Okay. Do you remember what that was? I've, are you kidding? Of course I don't. I don't remember anything ever. <laughs> it's about a, a new released game console. Uh oh yeah, Soldier Boy. I remember. <laughs> yeah, the Soldier Game Console. Um, so basically, someone found that you could buy the exact same thing on a website called AliExpress, which is chi uh, cheap Chinese knockoffs. dot com. Basically, um, and basically, the console is garbage. It's maybe like $20 worth of parts being sold for 100 and then marked up by the Soldier Game uh, version, right? Right. Is like making it like 200 <laughs> Uh And so I've been looking for it on AliExpress. I can't find it, but I do find the... I have found like the exact same model, but instead of actual photos of it, it's just photos of the box it comes in. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, now they have some photos. I had to scroll down a little. But all the main photos are just the photos of the box. And the box says Ultra 4K on it. What? Okay, that's fun. Yeah. That's a fun thing to put on the box. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man. Um, and I can't find the specs, but I did watch a YouTube video, which is where I found that like it could be found on here. But it basically has um, about 128, like megabits of ram what it's <laughs> what year is it how is that even possible it, it's really like anemic in terms of the specs it has 800 games preloaded on it so it's probably running ROMs. emulation yeah yeah it's looking like a real piece of garbage this is a good tweet 
Imagine you're a kid waking up Christmas morning, running downstairs and opening your presents, hoping to find a PlayStation 4, only to be greeted by a Soldier Boy game console. <laughs> oh no, you know that's going to happen too. There's some parent out there who's like, hmm, could seem to like this. Uh, I, I hope not. I, I bet it will. There are enough parents and grandmas out there who don't know anything that this has happened. Hmm. Maybe. But, uh... Yeah, so I'm looking at it on the soldierwatch.com website where you can currently buy it 50%, not 50% off, 25% off for $149. They don't list the specs, but it it says that it's for soldier games, PlayStation, Neo Geo, PC, Sega, GBA, NES video games, and then it has age over three years old. What does that mean? (laughs) I assume it means like recommended age. It's not like oh. age you give like to kids three and above. But the way it's shown, because this is literally copy paste from the alley page of the same product. Yep. Age. I, I colon. It over looks three like three years it, old. It looks like the product is three years old. That's just a bad translation. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I like how it says three thousand built-in games here. Really? Yep, I found another one. Because the, the Soldier handheld has 3,000 games. Ah, okay. So that must be what this... Oh, yeah. This is the handheld game console. It is. Yeah. Uh, it Did weighs they... 0.35 kilogram game electronics. <laughs> it's a new standard of measurement. Game electronics yeah. kilograms. If, if you uh, click on the sixth picture, uh, the one with, like, build, build in... 3,000 plus games. Not built in. Build in. Yeah. Build in. Build in. Build in. 3,000 plus. Build in. Also, in one of these, it says direction key with three eyes. Huh. Okay. And uh, also, there is a an indicator to a hand rope hole on the uh, this handheld. Mm. Yes. I don't... What's a hand rope? Do they mean stylus, maybe? No, no, no. Hand rope. So, you can put, like... a a band kind of like the, oh. the, the don't throw it into a tv on the way yeah yeah like a little uh, wrist straps. lanyard or something right straps y- yeah ah yeah. yep this is definitely not an originally written in english that's for sure no you can connect it to yeah. your tv it supports oh my gosh it's got the uh the red white and yellow connectors <laughs> what tv yeah. has red white and yellow connectors in this year <laughs> it's good. i mean i would also like to point out that it's bragging one of its features is game speed is one-to-one output wow wait what <laughs> i don't understand any of that wow what none of that makes sense i, I mean I, I do try to find game consoles with two-to-one output but one-to-one's okay i guess <sighs> no you know this is gonna happen you know there's someone that heard about this on the radio or like Saw an ad on the web for it, and it's like, oh, man, this has 3,000 games? My son Timmy mm. will love this. And then Timmy's like, what is this garbage, Santa? Why would you do this mm-hmm. to me? Santa paid $150 yeah. for this. You be grateful, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're how, not wrong. How is this not... How is Soldier Boy not getting the pantsuit off him? That's what I'd like to know. This has been out for a while now. Uh, um... So what I'm assuming it is, is he's not manufacturing these. 
Fine. In fact, he's not even really selling them. If you buy oh. one of these, my best guess is that he takes your money and then places for an order on the AliExpress version and then puts in your shipping details for you. That's why he is legally protected, quote-unquote. That seems way complicated. It is, but when you think about it, he's still running off with $90 every time and having a script do all the work. His Twitter feed is just rap lyrics. Like, there's literally nothing going on here. No, really? Yeah. I'm somehow not surprised. I mean, it's just like linked to his Instagram posts. And he actually tweeted an article from um, KeenGamer.com. Oh, really? Let's see what the... If the article is critical, I'm really interested that Soldier Boy would tweet this out. Oh, it won't be. It won't be. It's not going to be critical, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, you're right. It's like, <laughs> straight up, here's some things that are happening. We don't have any questions yeah. at all. What what website did you say this was? Keengamer.com. Here. Here's mm-hmm. a link. That doesn't look legit. Because there was also one by Gamer Revolution. That was basically just a... Hey, he's he's putting out a thing. It's gonna be great. Here's a link. Kids are gonna love it. Bye. Yeah. Kids wait, wait, it. wait, 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 wait. You can play Smash yeah. Brothers Ultimate on this thing. That mm-hmm. doesn't seem to make any sense. <laughs> There's nothing in there that said <laughs> Switch emulation. Was there? Uh, I don't believe there was, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was bragging a bit. <laughs> If he would say that, like, it would not surprise me. Okay, hang on. Where are my handheld at? Catalog, handheld. I'd also, I'd like to point picture. out, you can buy gift cards for $10, but there's only one thing you can buy for $10, and it's the earpods. Right. Discounted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nothing on here that says that it can, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, Game Boy Color. I don't know what FC, CP1, or MD are. <laughs> Do you have any ideas? Don't I don't. Nope. Okay, so this is one of the most brazen scams I've ever seen in the gaming world. This is like worse than uh-huh. the Oyo. I feel like the people behind the Oyo gaming D- console are at least trying G- something. <laughs> Just to be fair, you know it's pronounced Ouya, right? Nope, sure don't. <laughs> Ouya. I don't I don't care because it sucked, but <laughs> The point is, I never bother to learn how to pronounce it. Yeah. And but, that thing, I feel like, was less of a scam than this is, for sure. Found it. Found what? I found the... Oh, that is a long link. Yeah, it is. That is the AliExpress version. Okay, so the AliExpress version is $80, and he's selling it for 150 Yeah. And 150 but it is currently marked down on a, like, a launch sale down from 200 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trick. They're intending to sell it for 150 and being like, it should right. be 200 but mm-hmm, look at us discounting stuff. This one's got the specs. Okay. It's CPU is a dual-core CPU. That's all it says. That, mm, RAM? That's almost meaningless. There's so little information. Okay. The, the RAM is 128 megabytes of DDR2 RAM. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to do switch emulation. It's got four gig of also, RAM in there. Nope, uh-huh. not RAM. Nope, that's storage. You're, 
I just see yeah, four, and I assume it's RAM. <laughs> nope, that is that is hard drive. Oh, mm-hmm. and it has HDMI. Huh? HDMI, AV out, gaming, and movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is that? It supports it supports 4K gaming. <laughs> and look, there's that thing again. It supports CP1, CP2, Arcade, mm-hmm. GBA, MD, SFC. I don't know what this is. I googled CP1. Yeah. And Capnal Animal, Animal Therapeutics. It's a company. It's a pharmaceutical company, so uh, I don't know what that has to do with games. Yeah, probably not. Probably not nothing. Um, so, I mean, this is just classic uh, China stuff, ripping off American things. We can't do anything about it because, you know, American copyright law doesn't have any standing in China. Yeah. And here you are. And Soldier Boy's like, this mm-hmm. is a business opportunity. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even brand like done anything to make it look like it's a Soldier game console. He doesn't put, like... Even like a sticker on the front that says "Soldier Game." Right. You you literally just get this, and it's advertising. Uh, one of the pitches advertises Lara Croft, the right. new Tomb Raider games. Right. This thing could not run a Tomb Raider game. No, I don't think this can run Street Fighter Four, which is another thing that it's advertising. <laughs> it's true. I don't think this could run the original Tomb Raider game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I just keep going back to this ad that says it can play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. It's, I, great. it's a new game. There's, they need it in this, uh, SEO. So there's, throw it out there. There's no... I gotta read these comments. Comments, be smart. Come on, comments. Yeah, it's all jokes. All right, so they know. <laughs> I, yep. I mean, it's one level that this is being attempted. It's another level that this is going to work at all. I just yeah. I hope to God that the only people buying these are tech reviewers on YouTube who are going to <laughs> make the everlasting shit out of Soldier Boy for the rest of time for this. I hope so. And and not people ordering Christmas presents. Mm. I'm I'm not gonna lie. We're there. there my will... family have been uh, <laughs> my family have been asking me what I want for my birthday that's coming up. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no. Dear God, please do not get me this. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy it crap. It is such I, a scam. I, <laughs> there are going to be tweets from teenagers on Christmas Day. They're going to be like, I got one of these. Wrapped up in Christmas wrapping paper from my parents or from my grandma. I'm so angry right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. They said it could play Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what are the specs on the original N64? Hold on. N64. <laughs> specs. Could it run original Smash Brothers? Mm, it actually only... What the... Four megabytes of RAM? That seems low. No, no, that seems, that seems about right. <laughs> For 96? Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Okay, so it can probably run the original Smash Brothers then. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. they meant. They just they just linked the wrong image in their advertisement. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> yep, probably. Seller guarantees. Uh, refund if you don't receive your order? Full refund or partial refund if the item is not as described. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I would like a full refund. These composite cables will not output 4K. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm going to be on Twitter on Christmas Day and I'm just going to be searching Soldier Boy hashtag and just see like the, the rage come in. <laughs> I, I hope there isn't. That's all I can say about Me it. too. I hope I'm utterly disappointed and then I'll be happy. It's kind of a win-win for me. Yeah. I'd just like to point out the, uh, I just noticed the picture has like a free 32 good flash card. Yeah. 32 gig flash card. Built in 43 PS1 games. <laughs> okay. Which, which is more games than the PlayStation 1 Classic comes with, to be fair. That's true. Although not hard. <laughs> not hard. The PlayStation 1 Classic has some weird choices. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've got one sitting just over there, actually. Oh, okay. Are you happy with it? Uh, no, it's not for me, so I can't open it. <laughs> oh, never mind then. Yeah. I'll have to get a review yeah, on that later. I mean, uh, if it was for me, probably not, because that i think everyone everyone has five or six big games from like the playstation one era that are individual to them that aren't on that right because i've seen people being like how come uh mega man legends wasn't on there i'm like i don't know it's mega man i don't care there's like a hundred mega man games yeah yeah but, but my point is everyone's got different games so i think the game selection is always going to be something that's very hard to nail down true and with the upcoming remakes of crash bandicoot crash team racing and spyro i think there was no way they were going to put out those ones on there for whatever reason yes yeah. apparently putting out you know 20 year old games is somehow going to impact sales of the remakes yeah probably not yeah yeah i guess i was thinking uh, that nintendo did a better job with including classic like games that everybody wants with their super nintendo but that said, I remembered it doesn't have NBA Jam. It doesn't have uh, Chrono Trigger. It doesn't have Final mm. Fantasy IV. It doesn't have Pilot Wings. I mean, there are some really ga classic games that always come up when people talk about what are the best Super Nintendo games that just aren't on the list. Yeah. So Nintendo's not time, perfect at this either. Yeah, but I, I think people are particularly disappointed because I think like the three or four classic games that almost everyone can agree on would be like, Spyro the Dragon and Crash the Bandicoot. Correct. No Spyro and no right. Crash is weird. Yeah. Fortunately for me, it has like three games that I played a lot of. Well, I'm, it's a mix because I, I, I was young. I don't remember very well. And I, I either played a lot of them or I watched my dad and my brother play a lot of them, which are Final Fantasy VII, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yep. And uh, it's called Siphon Filter. I've never Which, heard of that one. Siphon filter. Exactly. Exactly. No, not a lot of people have heard of it, but it's only for some reason. I don't know. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Third person shooter stealth game, released yep. in 1999. That yep. seems pretty cool. Hmm. I'm gonna pull up some gameplay real quick. Go for it. Another thing about the Ooh. PlayStation Classic is they ran with like nine of the 12, uh, 20 games are running the pal versions of the games which means they run at 25 frames per second instead of 30 right like yeah so a lot of people are having issues with that when they could you know buy it on steam like the games on steam and then just run them at 60 even yep it's a good but, point yeah yeah so yeah siphon filter i mean the playstation one has just has some of the most classic graphic styles and all of gaming like you can instantly tell a playstation one game just by the number mm -hmm. of polygons on the general and every figure 
By the fact uh, that it's 3D. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. By the fact that it's 3D. Yeah. Like, they're work. You can tell they're working their butts off to make this happen in 99. But it's just... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's when you're going for photorealism, when you're at this level of computer graphics capability, it's hard. It is hard to do. And the result maybe doesn't look as good as you hope it would. Whereas somebody like no. Nintendo, who's like, clearly, we can't get photorealistic with this. We're never even going to bother trying. Mm. Uh, it stands up a little bit more after 20 years, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I know that Siphon Filter obviously does not stand up uh, after this time. <laughs> but think about the games from the PlayStation that did, and that's Spyro and Crash, which are both those yep. cartoony... N- not going for uh, photorealism at all, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're going for a cartoony aesthetic. Yep. And even today... I forgot that... The- <laughs> Sorry, I watch. I'm watching Siphon Filter gameplay, and I'm, I just I entirely forgot the fact that the first level you just start off crouched in a street somewhere. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's so '90s gaming, though. They're like, "Hey, you're here." And it's like, "Wait, what? Go Why on. am I just go kill stuff?" <laughs> but uh, just do it, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it also feels like it's in slow motion. I don't know if this is being emulated, maybe at a slower speed, but I mean, what I'm looking looks about right. Okay, that's what you remember. Yeah. I mean, like, the animations look good. His running motion looks pretty great. He's climbing up on stuff, and it doesn't look weird or glitchy. But mm. it's just like he's in a dream where you're trying to sprint, and where you're just like, and you like, can't. He's sprinting through sludge. Yes, it is. He's sprinting through sludge. Needy water. Yep. Yeah. He's making the full sprinting animation, but he's moving so slowly. I'd probably play this. I mean, it reminds me of the original Tomb Raider, just in the you know the mm-hmm. polygonal style and what they're going for and what they achieved. Yeah, I mean, I guess, man, that. Okay, so going back to Soldier Boy, if that's what this is, if he was just like, you know what, if I just tell people this is a Soldier Boy console, and take their money and then just buy it off the AliExpress website for half of what they paid me, I can make a huge profit off of this, and I'm not legally culpable for anything. There's just no mm. way. There is no way that's how that works. Is it? <laughs> um, I don't know if there's no way that he's not um, legally required to have licenses. Like I can't. I don't know. But if there was some tiny, tiny piece of like fine print where it's like the soldier game boy is a receipt, and when you buy it from him, he sends you a receipt somewhere. <laughs> Uh, and then you just get the, the the console in a box from Alipay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I did forget about that part. I forgot about that step where he just has it shipped directly from Ali whatever to your yeah. house and he doesn't touch it. So he can't even mm. really be considered an importer at that point? No, I think... I don't think I'm so. I'm trying to remember what the term was used to describe it. It's like hot dropping. Oh, hot drop or something. that sounds, that sounds uh, fancy. Yeah, but I, I don't think that... I'm not sure if that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hope he gets sued to, into oblivion more than he was after the 2000s ended. <laughs> not, that he, not, that, not that he was sued before, but he just faded into obscurity very quickly, and I hope he goes back there. Right. This is, <laughs> I just, from top to bottom, this is an amazing story. I don't know why I don't hear more about it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure why CNN's not reporting on it. Right. I'm going to tweet at them. Hey, CNN, talk about this story. <laughs> Your people like the video games, it. right? Mm. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not their demographic. Probably not, no. No. Oh, well. So I have a news story. 
Okay. So a couple years ago, there was a series of news stories that ran about Salt Lake City and about how we had effectively solved homelessness by giving homeless people uh-huh. homes. And if everyone was like, why haven't we tried this before? It's like, I don't know. Everyone's dumb, I guess. And okay. it was this huge thing. Like they interviewed people and they're like, yeah, man, I just needed a place to stay. And I was able to get into this, you know, it's not a great house. They just built some kind of low income housing, but it was nice and it was mm. well taken care of. And the people, you know, it seemed to help some people and it was great. And I was like, oh, it's nice. Way to go, guys. And apparently as of today, uh, around $100 million were spent on homeless services in Utah last year. But an audit literally can't say whether it helped or not. What? what does that mean? It means the like studies they've done for the number of homeless in Salt Lake City seem to have kind of stayed the same, if not gone up in the last year that they've spent $100 million in trying to fix this problem. Okay. How many homeless people in Salt Lake are there? Like, does it give it a rough number? Because I'm looking. I'm looking too. Uh, according to this coalition, there are about 2,000 people who are homeless in Utah. 2,000 people? And they spent $100 million? Uh-huh. Could... I mean, the math. I'm just, I'm trying to work out. I'm just trying to work out. The could math. you just build 200, uh, 2,000 homes and or, or two, 200 homes and put 10 people in each? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, houses can be built for money, but they then must be maintained for more money. Correct. So that is, it's just a money pit forever at that point. Yeah. So usually, money in homeless situations isn't going to be like strictly building more homes, but it's like finding them places to stay and then trying to get them on their feet so they can then afford their own housing. Correct. Um, yeah, around 1,500 to 1,800 people who are homeless in Utah, um, which is, in 2015, the state reported chronic homelessness has declined by 91%. And it was later found to be wrong. Wrong. It's yeah. because of a difference in how they measured it in 2004 versus how it was measured in 2015. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be consistent with your numbers, guys. So here's my thing. I've had some pretty thorough discussions about this in different places over the last little bit. And I have some thoughts. Mm -hmm. There will always be a certain segment of any population that is not capable or is not interested in holding down a job and being a normal member of society that way. Whether they have mental illness or the, the, whether they sincerely do not want to work, right? Which maybe could right. be considered mental illness too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but there will be these people. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say, I really, really don't want to work. If I didn't have to, I wouldn't. Right. But, but I don't think that's, I, I don't think I'm mentally elf thinking that. No, you're not. But, I'm, I, but, if but you, I'm willing, prepared to work because I need money. Correct. Right? I'm not one of those people. Right, right. I'm yeah, saying, I get what you're saying, okay, yep, there's a there's a big line uh, line in the sand there between you and someone who's just literally like, I'm not going to work the end. I don't want to. Yeah. 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 Whatever happens, happens. I hate work so much. Let the consequences fall, you know? Mm, yeah. So I'm saying for that certain segment of society, you can't fix them. You're not going to be like, all right, well, now you have a job and you can take care of yourself. You can pay your own rent and your own bills. 
and we don't have to worry about you anymore. There is a certain segment mm. of society that will literally never, ever, ever be able to get back on their feet. And what do you do with those people? Um, right? There's two... Like, I have two thoughts on this. One is nothing. Right. So I don't want to work. Don't let them. Like, oh, no, no don't let them. <laughs> <laughs> if one day they ask for if a job, it, tell them no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. If, if they don't want to work, don't make them. Like, right. they can sit on the streets and beg for money. Yep. Right? People are always going to have spare change they can throw at them or to them. I don't know. Yes. Right? But then, like, quick aside, uh, then you have the story of the lady who rolled down her window to give some change to a homeless person and got stabbed in the face and died. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. that's a thing. Nay, nay. Yeah, but crime, like, violent crime is always going to be a thing regardless Correct. of homelessness. You, you're right. Um, I'm not saying getting rid of homeless people wouldn't lower violent crime in some scenarios and places, but uh, I don't think it's a good, like, well... But if we have homeless people on the streets, they might stab people. It's like, okay, why not search them regularly? I don't know. Make sure they don't have a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Just, hey, police, if you see uh, homeless people on the streets, instead of giving them a blanket and a bottle of water, run them through a metal detector. I don't know. But It's hard. That's all I'm saying. the, The other alternative is just to have like open housing which you constantly pour money into right and it doesn't have to be like good housing it could it could basically be a shipping container with a bed in it and a toilet and just be like first 100 people who get in until we fill up can have places to sleep tonight other than that piss off yeah it it just comes down to whether or not the taxpayers are willing to pay for it or not right and so here's the thing. In the U.S. for, I don't know how long it was. It feels like about 150 years. We had this mm-hmm. concept of like the sanitarium. It's this long-term care place that was funded by the government um, in different places throughout the country where you just sent your crazy relatives, right? The people that couldn't take care of mm-hmm. themselves or wouldn't take care of themselves. You just dumped them in there and forgot about them. Okay. And then basically we got to the point as a country that we said a lot of bad stuff is happening in there because these are forgotten people and they're being abused like crazy by the people who run these things. And instead mm-hmm. of cleaning it up, we're just going to end the programs entirely and they don't exist anymore. Okay. So I think a lot of this a hundred years ago would have just been, we wouldn't see as many people homeless on the streets because they'd be in these sanitariums being taken care of, but now those are gone. Okay. So I don't know. So maybe your idea of just setting up like heated shipping containers would work. Heated? Heated? I mean... You said anything about heated? It's cold outside. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, we'll put put the shipping container above a fire pit. Okay, done. That counts as heated, technically. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you're on the bottom one, you may be a little more heated than you want, but oh well. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So, heated shipping containers, right? Because what I'm looking at, I just Googled sanitarium. It also appears to be, like, a some sort of medical institute. Like, they would try to, quote-unquote, help these people. Uh-huh. With their uh, 1927 understanding of mental health. Correct. Yeah. Uh, which isn't brilliant. No. I, 
I'm not suggesting we put doctors in shipping containers with these people. <laughs> I'm simply suggesting you give them a place to sleep <laughs> outside from the rain, right? Yeah. Inside from the rain. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. At the end of the day, I would, I, I would like to say it is hard, and we cannot solve homelessness. Right. In in 10 minutes on a podcast no well not um, i don't think you can solve homelessness the, at all period yeah um, here's the thing if your goal is to make it your state have zero homelessness you you can it's just not pretty no. it's like buying your homeless people bus tickets out of town one way right and that's something that other states have absolutely done correct yeah yeah I, i've seen reports on like uh, mental institutions doing this called Greyhound therapy where they buy them oh one way bus tickets. That's so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of awful. Um, and that te- technically would lower Utah's homelessness to zero. Yeah. And if you can't afford 2,000 bus tickets with $100 million, I don't know what you're doing with that money. That is, that is some real nice bus tickets. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, first class and everything. First, ultimate class, extreme. The other problem is that... Here's another thing that happens is that in America, certain cities get a reputation of being very friendly to the homeless. Mm -hmm. And then people buy their own bus tickets and come to these cities. So, like, that's part of the thing that's going on with Salt Lake City as well. From what I understand is that there was this big you know, national news program, national news report that, you know, Utah's giving homes to the homeless. They're really investing in this. So like a ton of people from other states were like, that sounds nice. And they came and then that hurt the numbers because there's a whole bunch of new homeless people who weren't here three years ago, you know? Right. Right. So it just becomes this kind of never ending thing. Here's the thing. If I'm homeless in America, my number one priority, if I can afford a bus ticket is to not get a bus ticket to somewhere where it's going to be cold as shit. Correct. Right? Yep. It's I I, I never want to be homeless in Chicago. No. Right? Or like or Minnesota. North Dakota. I, I'm getting, yeah. yeah, I'm getting a bus ticket to Miami that day. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why San Francisco, um, Seattle, Phoenix, uh, Miami are certain yeah. places in the country that they do have a lot of homeless. And I think it's because, yeah, it doesn't snow there. Mm. San Francisco is really, really interesting because, like, on the from what I've heard from other people, I've obviously never been, but on the like streets, it's you know your crazy meter in your head is going off as you walk past everyone. Like, is this person going to stab me? Are they mentally balanced? Mm -hmm. Are they harmless? Yep. But then you, but then you look at the buildings, and it's like, oh, there's Apple. There's all these big tech companies making billions of dollars, and people on the streets can't afford the rent. Correct. Because of, yeah, it's this weird juxtaposition. Yep, it totally is. And I mean, yeah, San Francisco, California as a whole has the combination of being really friendly for social programs and homeless programs and stuff and being really nice Mm. weather and being a really nice place to live. So Uh they attract their number for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. It's rough. I mean, I don't know. I don't have answers. It's just something I think about a lot. Well, Well, what are you doing? To help with the homelessness, are you so doing anything? Yeah. So there's a program. Uh, there's a, I guess it's a company in the uh, Salt Lake called the Road Home. 
mm-hmm. and they've very particularly taken families um, who have lost their jobs or just need a place to stay for a few nights or for a couple of weeks while they find a new job, things like that. Uh, mm. They do the thing where they sweep for drugs, they sweep for weapons before you can come in. Um, they make sure, sh- you know, anybody found with drugs gets kicked out, stuff like that. I mean, they're like, we right. don't rehabilitate. We can't fix your addiction to heroin. But if you're clean and you need somewhere to stay, we'll help you out. So um, right. I toss them a few bucks every month because from what I've seen, they're a pretty good organization as far as that stuff goes, especially local. Mm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But again, it's just like, well, if the state of Utah threw $100 million at this and it didn't seem to help all that much, like what is my, you know, 100 bucks going to do? I don't know. I don't know, man. Just do what you can. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where people who don't have time give money mm-hmm. but if it, it might at the end of the day be more directly helpful if you took that hundred dollars and bought i don't know for some you know water or whatever like and blankets just to a homeless person if you just said here's some supplies try and stay warm yeah right that might be more of a help than giving a hundred dollars to I don't want to say cause what, what you, you, where you're giving your money to sounds like a great place, but there are a lot of places that don't have open books as charities. The, and oh right, it, it, it's kind of like uh, the one I always think of is Bono and Red, mm-hmm. the HIV awareness charity. Is it HIV? I think it is. Mm-hmm. Where basically they raised like two hundred and fifty million dollars in a year, and then but it came out that they basically only spent. Or gave a a million dollars away to people who needed it. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, but we're here to raise awareness. Right. Not to give the money. That's not the... Yeah, but we're all all pretty aware. It's gross. So gross. Yeah. Yeah. There are actually a lot of reports in the U.S. of charities and what percentage of the money you give to them actually ends up helping people. And some of them are Mm -hmm. real, real scary. Yeah. Yeah, so before you give money this holiday season, like do a quick Google and see how much of your dollar actually goes to people in need because some, some places it's like three cents. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you want to give something that is always helpful this holiday season, give blood. That's 100% of your blood will help people. That's true. I can't think of any organizations that will profit directly from your blood, well, but maybe they exist. It, it, the, the Vampires Association of America, of course. But. Correct. Those guys. I just I assume that didn't have to be said, but yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it, it didn't have to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. Those guys are a bunch of blood-sucking leeches. Just okay. For those of you who don't know, right. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. In America, can you, you even get paid for donating blood in America, don't you? No, you don't. Or is that is that other fluids? Uh, plasma, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm still not entirely clear on why that is. I don't know. Law sometimes uh, isn't based entirely on logic. No, not entirely. In, in Australia, you get like a muffin and a milkshake. Yes. Blood. It's pretty great. Yep, yep. Yeah. It gives cookies and like cranberry juice. Mm-hmm. Nice. A milkshake sounds way better though. We got to step up our game. Yeah, I got a milkshake once. It was great. Wow. Um, That's fantastic. What? I'm on board. Doesn't bother me either. I don't like being stabbed with a needle. Like the the like the pinprick part of it sure. is uncomfortable. But once it's in, I'm like, eh. Yeah, it's not like there's some visceral reaction to it where you faint or you're terrified or anything. No. Like some people, just seeing it is just a horrible experience. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, I knew a girl who would faint at the sight of blood. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's not a good... I can't, I can't imagine. It's not a good evolutionary trait. Like, how did that get passed down over the millennia? Honestly. <laughs> how, how did this stick around? Yeah. Like, how are her ancestors not dead before they ever procreated? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mystery. I don't know. I have questions about a lot of... Like, there are a lot of people that I know that I'm like, how... How did your great 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 grandfather survive? Like they had this, and they <laughs> passed it down to you, and they lived in a time when there were wolves constantly trying to eat them. Well, the way they survived is the same way uh, if homelessness was a gene would survive. It's other people helped them. True. I mean, there are some I don't know some parts of society that do that, but I just think there are other eras in human history where, like, if you can't pull your own weight, you just get left on the side of the road, man. There aren't um, actually roads. Y- yeah, but there's also, I don't know. I feel like the rules on uh, procreation are a bit looser there, so genes can <gasps> kind of move through. Well, right, but I'm just saying, how did you survive to the point where you were physically capable of of procreating? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying how okay, did somebody well, choose well, to have sex with you. That's not even that doesn't even come up at all. Like you died when you were five, is what I'm arguing here. Uh, okay, okay, uh, but what, okay to to make this a little more clearer for me, what like what do you what was the trigger here that makes you think how did your genes survive? Right, like how did you not die at five? Right. So ironically enough, my dad, uh, he has this like allergy to everything going on where he's kind of low level sick all the time all year round just through different allergens and pollutants in the air mm, so the world is trying to kill him is what you're correct saying. and i'm like how did our ancestors who had this and are just kind of sick all the time survive in an incredibly harsh world that was trying to kill them right the the, the answer is they're low level sick and that can't kill them that's the point <laughs> So the low-level sick protects them from actual sick. That, that's that true. Yeah, Maybe. but the low-level sick isn't fatal, right? It might no. be fatal in kids, but... Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not uh, saying it's not fatal, but it just makes you... Your reaction time is slower. Your awareness is slower. You just have less energy than the average person. I just think overall this would lead to a point in which you don't hear a wolf sneaking up on you and it just chews you in half. Yeah, but that's what the rest of the, the clan's for. Right. They're like, ah... Here's sickly Thog. Got to make sure he's in the middle of the pack at all times, or a wolf will pick him off. I'm like, fine. Pretty much. He's yeah. pretty good. He's a pretty also, good storyteller, I, I guess. I think the average person in our worlds these days are much less lazy. Uh, well, not less lazy, more lazy. We're incredibly lazy. Correct. And that if you were to grow up eating like the quote-unquote Paleolithic diet or whatever, whatever it is they could eat, even if you were low-level sick you would still be an incredibly active hunter and that kind of lifestyle would hone your senses way better. I don't know. Does being in better shape overcome the effects of being ill? I'm not sure that it does. Well, it depends on like how serious the illness is. If you just have like a runny nose. Yeah. Yeah. And like a general fatigue and like your throat's just kind of sore all the time. Well, I don't know. I just feel like it makes you more vulnerable. It, it, it does. But when you're you know, outrunning panthers for a living, right? I don't think people stop and go, oh man, my throat, can I have a strepsil? <laughs> right? They just keep running regardless. 
Okay, so they experience it. It doesn't bother them as much when you're fighting for your life all the time, and it doesn't slow them down to the point where they get eaten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's how these things survive. I mean, clearly, yes, because they I'm here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have no depth perception. How did you not, like, walk off cliffs accidentally? Well, because I don't need it. I can shoot a basketball. I can hit a baseball. I have depth perception. I just don't have right. the right kind of depth perception. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Whatever it is, you have it, and it doesn't impact you from surviving is the point. Yeah, the body can compensate is what you're saying. Adapt, overcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't drink your own pee, but... <laughs> okay, there's one more last piece of like gaming news, yes. which is Obsidian have announced the new title that they're working on okay called the outer worlds oh no no no! i did hear about this yeah do you do you watch video game trailers nope <laughs> you don't well no well if it's something i haven't made up my mind about then i will have you have you made up your mind about this no because <laughs> oh, okay. obsidian throws a little shade at bethesda in it right right they have like you know in trailers how they might put up a splash screen like saying from the makers of lord of the rings or whatever yeah Right, they they kind of do that, and it says from the original creators of Fallout. <laughs> Is that the story though? Uh, Did they make Fallout One? Obsidian, yeah. Oh, and then they got acquired. Uh, they sold it because they were going bankrupt. Oh, they sold the rights to Fallout. Yeah, yeah. And they're still alive, and they're still making games. Uh-huh. This, is, a, this then, is actually a brilliant know, time to release this information when everyone's pissed off about seventy six. Uh, you mean the fact that they don't are that they were original creators? Well, just to be like, hey, I check mean, it out. Here's the actual soul of Fallout, which has been corrupted and turned into this garbage. So what you mean is it's just a good time for them to release the trailer? That's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, if 76 had been yeah. this incredible success and everybody was in love with it, then I don't think this would be nearly as like well received. Probably not. Yeah. But I, mean, but I mean, I think it still looks like a really good game. Yeah, and they've been working on it for a while, it seems. They've got some crazy work done on this already. So it's just mm. really nice, crazy, like, positive happenstance for them that 76 got released and sucks. And tanked. So they could be <laughs> yeah. like, and here's a thing. <laughs> Wanna, are you going to yeah. link me to a trailer? Do I have to ask nicely? Oh, I, I thought you weren't going to watch it. Um, no, my mind's it. not made I'll up on it. it. Oh, I found it. Never mind. Oh, I thought you said it was. Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. Nope. Where did they... Oh, at the Game Awards, they announced this. Dang, that's a good platform to announce that at. Good job, Uh, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's... Game Awards is still a shit show. Sure, but I mean, it's not just... They didn't just put it on YouTube and be like, I hope this goes viral, you know? Mm, Okay, yeah. This is better. I mean, it's not announcing it at BlizzCon. It's not announcing it at PAX, but... Yeah. This is fine. This is... This is fine. Yep. Uh, yeah. So yep. first person looks like it's first person. Yeah, it's first person. Yeah. This is so Fallout. Holy crap! Except spacey. Yeah, it's space Fallout. It's a uh, Bioshock. That's <laughs> kind of what it is. <laughs> I mean, Bioshock's underwater Fallout, kind of. Yeah. Not open world. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but this this might be, I believe. This might be what? I believe it is. Open world. Oh, okay. I mean, everything's yeah. open world. You can't release a game that's not open world in 2018. Um, it's hard. That's all I'm saying. 
I was about to be like uh, Red Dead, and then I was like, <laughs> "Shut up!" <laughs> Thanks, brain. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> and then the second thing my brain came out with was Spider Man. Wow. I was like, "No, no." Yeah, Breath of the eventually. Wild. Oh, <laughs> Mario Odyssey. Uh, no, I, th- I think that is over. I know. Uh, uh, All the God of War. Is that no? Is that on rails? That's not open world. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it's on rails. That means something entirely different. Well, it, compared to open world, like uh, the Last of it, Us it's... is on rails. Like you can't really explore. It's like here's a set piece. Go to the next set piece. Go yeah. to the next set piece. Y- y- yes, but on rails has its own particular meaning. True. Right. That's that's all I'm saying. True. True. <laughs> Which reminds me, I played the Rambo on Rails game. <laughs> There's a Rambo game that's on Rails. Uh huh. Google's. <laughs> I'll I'll send you. Uh, I think Total Biscuit did a WTF on it, and I found like an arcade version. 2014. Uh, yeah, yeah. I found it. Yeah, it's a two and a half hour long play of it. Is it? For, what platform is it for? Uh, PC, I believe. Oh, okay. But I found an arcade version of it at one point. What? Yeah. Fair. I mean, fair enough, I guess. So this one literally is like, you don't walk. And on rails. You don't no, have movement you, you are keys. literally just the mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. So that is on rails. So That is on rails. Hallway shooter, maybe? Is that what the uh, um, what Last of Us would be? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's one way of putting it, where you just... Uh, corridor shooter I think is the term maybe uh, hallway sounds right but basically in like Last of Us you get an area to quote unquote explore but there's generally a path you just follow right, right? and it's not like you yeah. can branch off it's not like you can say hmm I want to go explore that city no you cannot the story wants you to go somewhere else no. it's level based there's yeah. like a start and an end point of the level yeah, yeah. Mm. alright sports minute yeah, I suppose. Okay. I think it's about time. All right, I have a quick one. Three, two, one, go. The NBA standings are crazy right now, you guys. I know it's only two months into the season, if that, maybe a little bit less. But in the Western Conference, the second place team is literally uh, three games ahead of the person of the team that is in the eighth place for the final playoff spot. It is crazy how tight it is. I know it's tight every year, but it's extra crazy this year. Meanwhile, in the Eastern Conference, you have three teams that are under 500 that are part of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Look, I know I say this all the time. I say this every year, but especially this year, we just need the playoffs to be the top 16 teams in the league. That's it. Top 16, no matter what conference they're from, it doesn't help the crappy Eastern Conference teams to get a playoff spot and not get a lottery pick. A lottery pick would help them in the long run more than that playoff revenue would. Top 16 teams, NBA playoffs, 2019, please. Stop. How off was I? Three or four seconds? Ah, close enough. I'll take it. All right, cool beans. So another fun episode. Um, if you enjoyed this one, be sure to tune in to next week's episode because it's going to be an exciting one. To be sure, Somicron mm. is going to be squeeing like a school schoolgirl. 
Uh, a bit. Mm. <laughs> uh, my lover. I mean, I don't think I don't think I've got the range for it. That's a good point. We'll figure out what it is. What Somicron's version of a squee is. Tune in next time to find out. <laughs> In other news, please consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. There's a link in the show notes as well as we have merch. We've got hoodies. We have shirts. We have mugs. A lot of fun stuff. Any requests for merch, hit me up at falconpaladin at gmail.com or hit up Somicron on the Twitters and we can talk about it. Uh, I I did get a request today <gasps> from Fatty. You did? What does Fatty want? Your face on a pillow. What? N- nope. So, so it can sit on your face. Wow. I, hmm. Fatty's engaged, right? <laughs> Congratulations to uh, Mrs. Fatty. Your husband immediately requested a pillow of another man's face so that he could sit on it. Wow, Samacron. We need to have the talk. (laughs) All right. Well, cool beans. Thanks again for hanging out with us today. I hope you enjoyed your time with us because we enjoyed giving you this discussion. If you have any, again, suggestions about the pod at all, hit me up on email or Twitter. And until next time, as always, thanks for listening and you take care of yourself.